you're listening to the Lawn Care Together podcast. We share tips, tricks, and mishaps of our lawn care business journey and the stories of others. This podcast is about getting your business off the ground, setting yourself up for success, and taking care of your clients. We're here to learn together, grow together, lawn care together. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the Lawn Care Together podcast. Thanks for joining us on this lovely Tuesday show that we have going on for you on Tuesday, June 21st. This is 2022, if you're listening in the future. Um, man, yesterday we knocked out two seven-yard mulch jobs, which obviously isn't that much, and we had uh, a couple guys doing it. So we the first job, we got it done in one hour. Uh, obviously, it takes you know 20 minutes to pick up the mulch, but... It took us one hour to get four yards of mulch down, and the customer was thrilled. She actually was like amazed. She said that the other guys took so long when they did it, and that she just, it was bad. It was crazy. She doesn't know what happened. And so she just said, We did such a good job. We were quick um, in and out, you know, four yards brown mulch laid down and refreshed all the beds. She was ecstatic. And it was quick, uh, you know, 500 bucks for us. So that's what I wanted to talk about was pricing your services. And so pricing your services can come in various shapes and sizes and how you do it and how you decide to, you know, let your customer know. And so we're going to get um, into all that today. We'll start with mulch because that's what I'm talking about right now. So if you ever uh, follow any of these Facebook groups or anything like that, you'll see that the, a lot of these guys are uh, charging too much or too little. And, you know, that's all relative to the area you're in and how much mulch costs to begin with. Um, there's different things that you can add in to the mulch costs and then decide whether you want to charge strictly for the mulch or are you charging like the same mulch. Is, I think it was $36 for us. So say you charge for $36 a yard and then you have a man hour raise, 75 bucks, right? So now you're at like 111. And then if there's anything else, you know, you can charge whatever you want. So you can either do it that way or what we did, um, we probably did five mulch jobs in the beginning of the year this year before we really tuned in to what our rate needed to be to, to get where we wanted to be. And so all things considered, all things, because that's what we were doing is we were charging um, for our yardage and then our man hour rate. And what it ended up coming out to was about $125 a yard. And so that's what worked for us. Our man hour rate is the $75 a man hour. Um, that's how much it costs. You know, So if there's two guys out there, it's $150 an hour to spread whatever we're putting down. And so that's what we were doing was charging them for the yards, charging them $150 an hour labor, and then charging them if we put any um, fabric down, landscape pins, if there was any weeding that had to be done, that's also labor time. Um, so it makes it really easy if you just have a man hour rate for a lot of your extra services. And I know that some people are going to price things differently. Like if you hate weeding, you might price that at $85 an hour and then you might price your hourly of putting on mulch at $50 an hour. I don't know, like, which to me would be backwards because it's once harder and one's easier. But again, you are going to 
price services for things that are, well, especially if you don't like doing them or you don't really want to be offering that service, I would either recommend just not offering the service if you're going to half-ass it, to be honest with you. But if you're going to do a good job and you just, you know, it's not your favorite thing to do, then you might charge a little bit of a premium for it. And so uh, we do that with lawns sometimes where they'll ask us uh, how much it's going to be. And like I said, we're getting calls here. We did a four foot cut the other day um, and we bid probably $25 higher than we would normally bid on a one acre property. Well, it was probably about one and a half acre property and they bit, they wanted it done. They want it done regularly. And so by having confidence in uh, our pricing and knowing what we need to make, and then also knowing what's gonna what it's gonna take for us to you know get the job done. Now that you're the kind of customer that's calling us two and a half months into the season, so we cover ourselves by charging more, making sure that you know maybe if they have any issues down the line, they're they're not real issues. Like they, that's the whole. Uh, if you make enough money, you'll never hate your job kind of thing. Um, and some, some of you are going to be like, I don't care how much money you make. If I, if you don't like your job, you don't like your job. And that's true. There are jobs that you can't get paid enough money to do. Um, that's understandable. Um, I always think that like, you know, anything has a price, right? Anything has a price and you're willing to do it for a certain price. If someone wanted you to weed whack one acre, like, slope and you hate weed whacking like yeah you probably aren't going to do it for 75 dollars an hour or 50 dollars an hour whatever whatever like the man hour rate is after let's just be i'm talking as a business owner so as an employee if i asked you to go mow you know just a a golf course pretty much with a weed whacker then you're going to tell me no right even if i offer you 30 dollars an hour and then I'm going to go to 35 and you're still going to say no. I could offer you 50. But if I tell you to mow an entire golf course with a weed whacker, you're still going to say no at $50 an hour. And that's probably more money than you've ever made in an hour ever. <clears throat> so if you think about it, though, if someone offered me a million dollars an hour to go weed whack a golf course, like the entire thing, yeah, I would do it. Absolutely. I will be out there weed whacking the entire golf course, you know, the greens, whatever you whatever you want me to weed whack, I'm out there for a million dollars an hour. Like there there is absolutely a price for everything. It might be astronomical, it might be ridiculous, but there is one. And so that just to bring it back in, um if you're going to price your stuff, price it to where you're not going to be miserable doing the work and you're going to do quality work. Um, mulch, like I said, $125 a man hour. We figured that out by putting in the work, figuring out our prices. It's going to be really hard for you to figure out your prices in year one. It's going to be even harder for you to figure out your prices for the extra things like mulch and for weeding and for hedge trimming. Because what's going to happen is you're used to mowing. You're used to going out. And so unless it is year one and you're really just trying to figure out all your pricing, if you're trying to figure out how to price cutting grass, you need to 
first figure out what the property size is or you don't, it, that's the other problem. You can't think about just property size. You need to think about where you're mowing, mowing area. And is it easy to get into and out of? And how much time are you spending there is what it ultimately comes down to. But when you're first getting started, you're going to gauge everything off of a property size. You're going to figure out how much square footage or acreage you're cutting. How much of it's open? Do they have a gate? Is that going to make it a little bit harder for you? And the more and more experience you get at this, you're going to you're gonna mess up a few times. I'm going to be perfectly transparent there. You are going to mess up a few times. We messed up several times, and that's exactly how you learn. If you overprice a lawn and they take it, that's always good. But when you underprice a lawn, that's where you run into trouble. Hey, Landscaper, you enjoying the show? Wish you could contribute in some way? Leave a five-star rating and follow the show. Your reviews go a long way in the success of our podcast, and we greatly appreciate your time and value your opinion. Let us know what you love most about the podcast. If you're a landscaper with a story to tell, DM us on Instagram at Long Care Together. You might hold the key to changing someone else's business forever. We'd love to share your story. Now, let's get back to the show. But eventually, like I said, you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure out how much it costs you to be there, how much you need to make to be there, um, how much it takes for you to be profitable. And, you know, after month one, reevaluate everything and figure out, okay, well, this is what I've been quoting for this size property. And I don't think I'm making enough money when I'm there. And to figure that out, the best way is to really dive into your numbers, keep track of everything, keep track of your cash, your credit cards. Um, online payments, anything, I would just say put them all into like Yardbook or something. Like I recommended a CRM, put them into your CRM and make sure that you're tracking everything and really dive into those numbers and be a, be a nerd for numbers. If you're going to run your business and you want to be successful and you want to make sure that you're making money, you need to be a nerd with your numbers. You need to be a nerd about everything, honestly, when it comes like what kind of equipment you should be using and everything else. You know, I talked in some of these other podcasts about commercial equipment and the things that you need to speed up and be more efficient. And that's going to always help. But that, in my opinion, should not um, alter your price. If anything, it should make it more expensive because you're able to get your work done better. And in a faster amount of time, you're going to be able to get more work done elsewhere then. So, you know, some people might say not to increase your prices for that. I in some regard, disagree. You need to be able to make sure that you're paying for your equipment and you're making enough money and you're still making, you know, the the rate that you need to make to take home. And so we, uh, like I said, are doing a lot better with that this year. We have increased our prices. Uh, we altered everything for last year to this year of what wasn't enough and what is enough. And that's a good time to do that, either at the beginning of the year or end of the year to let customers know that, Hey, we're going to raise the prices. You know, we underbid you a little bit this season, but I want, we have to bring you up to the standard lawn price for your property size or how long that we're being there. Like you can justify it or, um, you can also, there, there's going to be the possibility of, uh, increases here if gas keeps going up. But right now where I think we're floating at like a, it's been going down a little bit. So I hope it keeps going down. We'll see. But 
that's another thing is like, well, if gas gets any higher than this, it's higher than we expected, right? So hopefully that doesn't happen. It's probably about $5 a gallon right now. I think I paid $5.09 the one day, $5.19 the next, and then now it's $5.06. And I saw somewhere at actually Walmart gas yesterday, it was $4.89. That's crazy, isn't it? But you have to wait in a line to get it. And so is it really worth it? Um, my time is worth more than 20 cents to me an hour. So, or not an hour, but 20 cents to sit there, uh, and save on, you know, five gallons of gas. Like, uh, thanks, but I'll just find a dollar on the ground probably or something, but it's not worth it to me. And so the next thing is, you know, hedge trimming and all that stuff. I recommend just have an hourly rate and you, you can say like, okay, well it's $50 a bush. And that's fine if uh, that's the way you want to do it. But the way we like to do it is really to just charge our man hour rate. Uh, we may or may not implement some sort of charge of like a showing up charge or a scheduling fee or something where it's like, okay, well, the first thing, it's going to be 100 bucks just for us to, to show up because we need to cover everything right away. And then after that, we're going to charge our man hour rate. But our man hour rate really does cover everything. So the way we do it, like I'm saying, is... a man hour, you know, if I have two guys hedge trimming, then it's $150 an hour to hedge trim. And we're going to get a lot done. But also, even though I'm saying it's $150 to hedge trim, we might only be doing it for a half hour, depending on the size. Like a lot of the properties that we have, the people just want us to tune up or uh, make the, the hedges look a little bit better in the front of their house or on the side of their house. And you're not doing too much. So like three or four bushes, you're just, you're not... making spirals and shaping them up and doing all these things that are super fancy. They just want them to look even, uh, uniform hedges, right? So to do that, it only takes like a half hour, half or most of the time, unless you're doing a big cleanup and then that's a little bit different, but it, so it ends up costing them 75 bucks to, to get it all done and nobody bats an eye at that. And so you also want to, you know, experiment a little when you're pricing. So Every now and then, like I said, we'll charge a little bit more for something that either we don't want to do and it makes it better. So we end up wanting to do it because now it's worth the money or we will just throw a number out there because it's like, okay, well, everyone's biting at 75, like 85. It's going to be $85 for this. And they're like, okay, that's fine. Um, Part of that is knowing where we need to be, like I said, and where we have been as a standard lawn for most of these, but also um, another way to do it is to figure out like how they had it done in the past. Don't be afraid to ask your customers how much they've paid other lawn care or landscape people in the past. And you have to be prepared to explain why you're asking that. And so it's not like, Oh, I just want to see how much I need to charge. Like, no, I want to see like how much did you charge? And if it's like, 50 bucks and you're charging 85, you're going to be like, okay, well, he must not have had insurance. And, you know, I have payroll and I have these guys that are going to come out and we're going to do an excellent job. You know, we're a superior company. And the reason that we're doing it for 85 is because we're going to get the job done right. Um, You obviously weren't happy with him because you are calling us. And so hopefully we can uh, make things right on his end and, you know, do a much better job for you. And the customer is, one, going to appreciate that. They, they like transparency. They'll talk to you and build a connection with them. So now they know, like, okay, well, we had, we had a bad landscaper before, and now we have a good one. And then prove them right. Prove them right that you are a good landscaper, and that's going to be worth more to them. And then they'll 
offer you more work. Keith Kalfas talks about this, actually, um, where he's like, people are going to ask you to do one thing, um, and then they're going to start putting change orders in. And that's where he does these big landscape jobs, and they just want to see him put in, like, five bushes, right? And he puts in five bushes, and the next thing you know, they're like, hey, can you put in this tree? Can you do our mulch? Have you ever put in Riverstone? Like all these things where it's like, okay, well now you're adding and adding and adding. And like, they wanted to give you $500 and now they want to give you $2,500 because they've seen the kind of work you can do and the quality. And they were testing the waters with you on something easy. And now here you are like doing a phenomenal job. Your pricing wasn't horrible, but your pricing is worth it because now they, it, it matches up with the quality. When that happens, that's where you're going to make your money. Um, and I, I, that's just, I think that everyone's going to have to trip a little bit, stumble and fall, figure out pricing in year one, year two. You're going to figure out what works for you and what doesn't work for you. I know it's not the best answer and what everyone wants to hear. Um, when I started out in year one, everyone was like, oh, well, you're going to underprice stuff. I was like, but I don't want to underprice stuff. So knowing that I was going to underprice stuff, we always bid a little bit more than we thought it was supposed to be. And we always got it. So then I'm like, okay, well, we're getting every single job. So we must be underpriced. And so you start getting nervous and trying to figure out like, what's going on? Why are we getting every single lawn? Should we be getting every single lawn? And the reason we did is and what my guess is, is because we got a lot of our jobs, like I said in the past, off that Facebook moms group. And we're being recommended by, you know, my fiance is on there. Um, I probably have like 10 or 15, maybe even 20 other customers that are from this group on there recommending us. And so when there's that much social proof telling people like, go with this company, it's kind of hard for them to say like, okay, well, I'm not going to go with this company. Like, even though they're charging us, you know, $20 more than the last guy, every single time they come weekly or biweekly, it seems like they're getting a lot of good reviews. And so at least we're going to have a company that we can talk to. You can send us text messages. You can send us an email. You can reach out to us on our website. You can reach out to me on Facebook. You can reach out to me on Instagram. Like They have so many avenues to be able to reach us and talk to us and ask us questions, um, reschedule things, and get us in for a one-time cut. Like We're very you know, fluid in our schedule to be able to help our customers. We do have our routes, and we try to figure that stuff out and keep everybody consistent so that everybody is happy, but like we also cater to our customers. Now, it's not the whole, and I've gone on a rant about letting your customer dictate your schedule. Um, don't let them just be like, hey, I need you to come on Tuesday. It's like, no, like we're, we're going to talk this through and figure out like, can I get there on Tuesday? Or how about Wednesday? Wednesday works better for me because it is closer on this route. And they'll be like, okay, yeah, Wednesday's okay. Like there's there's different ways that you can go about that. So pricing isn't, the easiest thing in the world in year one. You're going to figure out what you want to do. I was having a conversation with someone who is thinking about starting up a lawn care business or has worked in the lawn care industry in the past. And he was talking about, you know, what he's going to do to price lawns. And he's like, I think I'm just going to charge $55 if I have to, uh, you know, use the ride on mower and then $65 if I have to push mow. And I'm like, that, that's not how this works. And I was like starstruck. I was like, you're talking to somebody who has been running a landscape or a lawn care landscape company for two years now. And I, you know, I'm not even uh, a veteran, I would say, but 
I like, I don't have all the experience. I don't have all the answers, but I do know that you can't just charge $55 a lawn to make it easy on yourself. You need to charge specifically to the size of the property, the amount of obstacles, how long you're there and what type of equipment you need to use and everything like it, that you need to take into consideration everything. And He's just like, yeah, I'm just going to go out there and mow and it's $55 for this. And I'm like, well, what about like if you get a one acre property versus you get a corner lot that's only, you know, like less than 10,000 square feet. I I just, I didn't understand it. And so I was like starstruck. I didn't even know what to say. And I was like, do you listen to the podcast? No, I didn't. I didn't ask him if he listens to the podcast because it's like a family friend. Well, let's just say he's like dating someone in the family. It was kind of weird. Um, cause I was like, yeah, this, this isn't going to work out for you. And I didn't want to say it. So hopefully, you know, it does. Um, I don't want to see it not work out, but it's just, I was starstruck thinking about like, you can't just charge one f- flat fee for every single lawn. You need to be, you know, thorough about how you decide to price and figure things out. And maybe he'll, he would figure things out because if let's just, let's just take that $55, right? Let's just say it's $55 and you're there for an hour. Okay. We have bigger properties in this area and that's why I'm saying an hour. So some of you guys, you're going to be 55 bucks is a lot for your lawns. You're going to be in and out in 12 minutes. Like that's awesome, but that doesn't work for us. So what we do here is about like one acre properties or half acre properties and, you know, front and back and it's not cookie cutter. Um, They're not all the same. And we, uh, if he were to do $55 and he's there for an hour, you probably used $10 in gas, right? Um, You use $5 in gas to get there. So now you're $15 just in gas. You use your equipment. That's wear and tear on your equipment. You probably say used a dollar. Um, so you're $16 or $17, whatever you want to say there. And it's like, okay, well, you also had to, you had to run your weed whacker. You have to pay for insurance. You have to make sure that you have everything insured, um, like your truck and stuff and the trailer. And if you have a new mower, it's a good idea to have those insured and things like that. So now after you do all that and you, you take a little percentage and you know, you're probably at like 32, 35, uh, maybe even $40 from that lawn that are going to your expenses. So you have $15 left to pay yourself for one hour. Maybe you're happy with that. Maybe that's better than you get paid at your normal job. And that's why you're doing this. But you really have to boil down and make sure that you can pay all your expenses and that there's money left for you. And if you think about it, like I just said, you have enough money to get lunch and you're going to end up putting gas back in your truck to get home. And it's going to be your own money that you're putting gas in. And so you're coming home with $10, but really you're just coming home with a sandwich and a Gatorade. And that's not what you want, right? You want to make money. You want to be coming home with you know $400 in your pocket. You want to be coming home with $250 and a nice new t-shirt and some new sneakers. Like You want to have money to spend or to save or to invest or do something and not just be making it every single day. Just be making it. Like you need to be, you want to be successful. And that's why we want to price correctly. It's going to take a little bit. There's going to be hiccups, but you're going to figure it out. And that's really um, all I have for today's show. I believe it's just get your pricing right. And it's 
going to take a little bit of time. You'll figure it out. Have faith. Um, if you underprice something, learn from the experience. And next time, you know, you'll be better at pricing. You'll know not to underprice. And you'll be a little bit more weary about the way things look. Ooh, one last thing I do want to talk about real quick before we uh, transition out of here. Don't or try not to ever just bid a job by not going. Okay, there's a lot of times where people try to look something up on Google. And if you can't get a good street view of the entire property, you have to go. Um, Because a lot of the times you look up a property and all you see is trees, woods. Um, You can't actually see the property. And so you don't know what it looks like on the ground. Is it rocky? Like, is it going to damage your mower? Are you going to have to push mow a lot of it? Are you going to have to do a lot more weed whacking than you anticipated? Like if you were to show up and not actually have been at the job, is there a big hedges in the way? Is there a gate that you didn't know about? Um, exposed wires, you know, decorations, all these things that are going to add more time and obstacles. Um, it's hard to see from an aerial view if there's a sand mound, right? Um, is there a sand mound? Because that always adds time. They're not the easiest thing in the world to cut, especially if they're not sloped well for a, a lawnmower. And so there's a lot of things you need to take into consideration about these obstacles and how long it's going to take you every single time. So like you have 50 trees on a small property, you're really going to be struggling to get your uh, your mower in and out places. It's going to be hard to go you know, line to line and it's going to take you longer. And so I'm recommending that you just go to the property and estimate at the property. I know a lot of people don't like to go and have that initial confrontation with the customer, but it's best to see it. It's best to price it out by being there. Maybe even explain to them like, hey, listen, like I would normally charge 50 bucks for this or 65 bucks for this, but I'm going to be here this much extra because of all this or all these obstacles. Like I, I usually, you know, for something this size can charge a cheaper fee, but it's going to cost me more to be here than I'll make if I uh, don't charge you X. And yeah, transparency is good. Like I said, um, you can figure out how you want to do it. You'll, you'll fine tune and you're going to be a veteran in no time with your pricing. And I'm confident that everybody is going to figure it out. And you know, that's it. So <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the Long Care Together podcast. This is your host, Alex Counterman, checking out. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Long Care Together podcast. All the tips, tricks, and advice given on the show is what has worked for us and may not necessarily fit your business. We urge you to carefully evaluate the decisions you make in your business to ensure you are always on the right path to success. With that being said, we hope we've provided you with some valuable information that can help you grow quickly, increase your efficiency, and avoid mistakes. Business isn't easy, so don't forget, you're doing a great job.